The following is a Tony Lozano podcast, an OPI show on the Radio Misfits Podcast Network. This is Free Kicks. Okay, Adam, I have a, uh, a special stat that I'd like to share with you before we start right. the show today. You ready? Yeah. Since 2017-2018 season, Mo Salah, mm. Liverpool striker, winger, has gotten more yellow cards for taking off his shirt celebrating goals against Manchester United than Manchester United has scored goals against Liverpool. Wow. Wow. Yeah. That's a great that's a great statistic. It yeah. really is. I just wanted all-time, to... All-time leading scorer, right? That's the thing. I just wanted to scare off all of our Manchester United fans right before we even start the show <laughs> because I think they're a little surly. But we'll get into that because yeah. it's time for Free Kicks. And now, Free Kicks. Free Kicks. With Illinois Youth Soccer Association's Director of Coaching, Adam Howarth and Rick Kemper. And by the way, Mo Salah's only got two yellow cards for taking his shirt off. And Liverpool, uh, Manchester United has only scored one goal against Liverpool since 2017-2018. That's great. That's great. I can I can hear our two Man United fans logging off now. So uh, that's it. It's it's done. <laughs> we know. You know. We still love you. <laughs> Don't go anywhere. Yeah. I'm gonna yeah. say some nice things about Manchester United. We've got other stuff cool. to talk about. We have an FA Cup uh, update uh, to discuss. Why don't we just start with that? Because um, yeah, we're down to the final eight teams in the FA Cup. Um, five more Premier League teams were knocked out uh, since we last spoke about this. Uh, mm. Two were not huge upsets because they were knocked out by fellow Premier League teams. Like West Ham was knocked out by Manchester United. Leeds United was knocked out by Fulham. But yeah. the other ones, uh, this is where the FA Cup is so fun. Mm-hmm. Blackburn Rovers, they play in the championship, correct? That's right. They come in. Against Leicester City, knock them out. Leicester City, gone. Sheffield United, a team that barely made it past Wrexham, right? <laughs> Had to have a replay against right. Wrexham. Comes in and knocks out Tottenham, <laughs> who's in the top four right now in the Premier League. Yeah, yeah. And then Southampton... This is the biggest upset, I think. Right. Yeah, for sure. Is knocked out by Grimsby Town, which is just uh, like a Dickinsonian name if there ever was one. (laughs) A team that plays way down in League Two, which, of course, in England means League Four. Mm -hmm. Right? In the fourth division? Yeah, fourth tier, yeah. Yeah, fourth tier. Um, And by the way, in that league, they're in 17th place. That's right. Struggling, yeah. They might get, they might be uh, running out of the league, let alone stay. You know, yeah, uh, being in the league, yeah. Now that has got to be a wake up call for Southampton, who is not on a good streak. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I think it was a little bit of a, a, I mean, obviously a massive shocker to lose that game. And this is this is the beauty of the FA Cup. We talk about it so much about how anybody can beat anybody on any given day. It's similar to our. March Madness that is upon us here yeah. coming up in the next few weeks. So and I think that's what makes the FA Cup so special. And, and the nice thing is it's actually running through at the same time of a regular league. And so anybody can beat anybody on any given day. And you saw that happening consistently. But 
the, the I mean, there's so many good games coming up looking at what, what oh, we I have. Know, I know. But what's really interesting, I, personally, you know, my good friend Mick, who's a big Burnley fan, he, uh, uh, he is probably massively excited because his manager, Vincent Company, a Man City legend, is going to play Manchester City. How about that? That could that could be an upset. I mean, you hate to say. I mean, obviously, Man City's got everything that they possibly need, and they are at home. But with the way that the manager is going to motivate his team, that could be a possible upset. So that that could be really exciting. And and Grimsby at Brighton, who knows? You never know. Yeah, you never know. I mean, sometimes these uh, these Premier League teams come in and they take it a little for granted. Right or where they throw out some of the players uh, that uh, don't get to play much just to give them a little bit of playing time, thinking mm-hmm. this is going to be a piece of cake, right? Yeah, exactly. And some exactly. sometimes that's why it happens. Mm-hmm. But let's face it, right now we've got eight teams left, and only four of them are from the Premier League. We got right. Manchester teams plus Brighton and Fulham. Yeah. Exactly, and you're guaranteed a championship team in the semifinals because Sheffield United plays Blackburn. Right. So there's a guaranteed upset team in the semifinals, so they're only one game away from getting to the final, which would be great. And that's always exciting when those underdogs get to the final. Yeah, and again, it's just completely random the way they choose who plays who, correct? Yeah, exactly. And even even where they play is completely random. Yeah, there's no seeding. The team pulled out of the hat. They're the home team first. Then they play whoever. Um, I mean, theoretically, let's say what could happen, you could get Man City, Man United semifinal. Yeah. Let's say, you know, and, and Sheffield United, Grimsby semifinal, you know. So, <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> or whoever, Blackburn, you know, whoever it could be. So anything can happen. That's the nice thing about the FA Cup in terms of how it's all set up. Such a random thing. And that's why people love it. It's the oldest cup competition in the world. Do you have any predictions about where we are right here? I mean, we've got, uh, we've talked about which there are, you know, four games left here. Yeah, I think, I I really do think um, that uh, Man United will probably uh, lose to Fulham. I've, now I've lost every single Man United fan <laughs> that's ever listened, uh, and and I think I think we've got Sheffield United in the semi final, and I think you're going to have Sheffield United could get to the final, and it could be a Sheffield United potentially uh, Man City or Fulham final. That's my prediction. Wow! Now uh, Sheffield United has been in the Premier League recently. Yeah. And, and actually, they're yeah. playing quite well this year, aren't they? Mm-hmm. They're second in the championship. Yeah. So they're right there. I mean, you've got Burnley, who's top of the championship. They're right. still in the FA Cup yep. as well. I mean, they're, they're flying away with it. They're 13 points clear. So there's no way they're not going to get promoted automatically. Right. Sheffield United is still four points clear of Middlesbrough in third. Um, so they're doing extremely well. And then Blackburn is actually in fourth spot. So theoretically, some of these championship teams could be in the premiership next year. Yeah. Uh, so that's 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 the exciting part about it. Um, but yeah, I, I think a- anything can happen on any given day. Uh, but I'm, I'm excited to see. I, I think Sheffield United has got something. You know, when you beat a team like Wrexham, who's got the whole world supporting them. Yeah. And then 
you go through and then you knock off Tottenham, it, it, there's there's something's going to happen there. So I think they might get through to the at least to the semifinals for sure. So I did uh, watch both of those Wrexham games and yeah, and the first one I think it was pretty clear that Sheffield United kind of took it uh, lightly. Uh, yeah. But the second one, you know, Wrexham was right in there until the very end, and and then Sheffield uh, scored two goals the, at, towards the end of the game to win it. That that's right, that's right. Yeah, right at the end they won the game, and yeah. I think that there there was definitely a, a golf in class between. I mean, there's a championship, and you've got a team that's not even in the in the league, you know. So that gives you an idea, but. Uh, Great result for Sheffield United against uh, against a, a team that you know obviously has been doing so well in the in the Premier League too. So I'm excited to see how they how, how they can finish up. Okay, and the FA Cup resumes on March 18th. So mark it on That's your calendar. Right. And actually, I got a this is a free uh, advertising for uh, ESPN Plus. Mm. But uh, the whole reason I bought ESPN Plus was just to watch the FA Cup. Um, there you go. And it's worth it. Um, and I Definitely. guess they have the MLS on there, too. Uh, yeah, they'll have some. Uh, yeah, Fox and ESPN Plus show some MLS games for okay. sure. A lot of those games are now on Apple TV, actually. So okay. that's the only thing. Yeah, that's another thing you got to buy. No, I'm not going to do it. All right. it's <laughs> Actually, I already have Apple TV because of Ted Lasso. So uh, there Exactly. Go. There you go. Which is coming back this week. Um, but, right. but we'll talk about that another time. Right now, it's time to find out this. Premier League football. What's happening on the pitch? Um, and, you know, we talked a little bit about the Premier League for the FA Cup. But mm-hmm. uh, in the actual league, I don't know if you saw this, um, but there was a big game this past weekend. Yeah, yeah. I did see that. I think we picked, we picked that as the game to watch. I, I think remember. we did. And because you said so, I decided to watch it. Okay. Um, uh, you know, otherwise I would have never watched. Uh, well, of course. Yeah. Why? Why would you? Why yeah. would you? Yeah. So Liverpool, um, mm-hmm. at home against uh, Manchester yeah. United, uh, a longtime rival, wouldn't you say? Yeah. Yeah. Longtime rival, having a great season. Yeah. Recent Carabao Cup winners. Right. Having you know Ten Hogs organize this team, doing fantastically well. Everything bodes to uh, a nice even game at the very least. And Liverpool kind of staggering a little bit this season coming yep. into the game. Yep. Uh, they've had a couple of wins in a row, but uh, they had just come yep. off a big loss in the uh, Champions League um, and was, you know, I think safe to say they were not the favorite in this game. Definitely not. Definitely not. I, I would have, if I was a betting man, I would have bet a considerable amount of money on Manchester United to get a good result in that game. Yes, me too. Um, and that's why I'm not a betting man because the final score was 7 0. 7 0. And the uh, the goals came from everywhere. Mo Salah had yeah. two goals, uh, uh, Gapco had two goals, uh, Nunez had two. Yeah. Um, they they looked like Liverpool has looked the last few years. It's like where has this team been? Unbelievable! What an amazing result! And nobody could have predicted this. Absolutely nobody. Um, especially with the way Manchester United were doing, how well they were doing. They're in third spot, uh, and, and 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 to be fair, the game was even 
up until you know first the last few minutes of the half time and they scored one it's only one nothing at half time right that's true and I- then all of a sudden it just seemed like goal after goal after goal i think there was three goals in 10 minutes if you break it up from the 45th minute to the 55th minute that's what broke manchester united's back and and it just led to an avalanche of players and you and the heads went down and it was an absolute domination by liverpool and and, you know i've been on the losing end of games like that and there's nothing worse there's no i mean it's so frustrating um and you could see it in the manchester united players i i I can't believe I'm going to say this sentence, but I'm going to say it. I, I actually felt sorry for him. I actually felt sorry yeah. for Manchester United or Manchester City, Manchester United, uh, because yeah. uh, their players clearly wanted to kill somebody. <laughs> I don't know if you saw. It. I mean, Luke Shaw was going around and just taking people down left and right. He wanted blood. Uh, Bruno Fernandez yeah. was running all over the field like. You know, like he wanted to kill somebody. These guys were out of their minds. They were so mad. And the madder they got, the more they left the slots open. And then, boom, they're just, they just kept pounding the goals and just pounding them in. I, I, I've never seen anything like it. It was absolutely amazing. The, the amount of chances Liverpool were able to create and, and what they just kept on doing, it was just you know, people talk about a complete performance, and that that was pretty much as close as you're going to get because it led to a team that just they just bamboozled Manchester United. It's like they they didn't know what to do. They really didn't know. They were just chasing shadows. It was the classic, oh my goodness, where am I going? What am I trying to do? I can't. I can't. They couldn't get the ball. Like you said, it was the Liverpool of old. It's what we expected in the last three four years, and they've gone back to it. So. Massive confidence. It was the worst loss in Manchester United history. Mm-hmm. That's saying something. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, but Manchester United uh, came into this game playing so well. I really think they can just walk past it and just put it in the rearview mirror. It was. It reminded me of that time that uh, Aston Villa came in and beat Liverpool seven to one or whatever. Yeah, it was. yeah, yeah. The yeah, next week, everything was more or less okay again you know what i mean yeah. they just but there's a great photo that i tw- that i tweeted uh, did you yeah, see I it saw that. i did see that yeah <laughs> it's, uh it's uh jamie Carragher and uh gary neville one played mm-hmm. for uh liverpool that'd be jamie yeah and uh gary played for manchester united and they, i think they were working on a broadcast together that's right and he took a picture jamie took a picture of the two of them and he's got this uh you know this uh, grin on his face, this uh, yeah, yeah. satisfied, smug grin on his face. And Gary Neville looks like his girlfriend just broke up with him. <laughs> <laughs> it's just unbelievable. Check it out. It's, yeah. I, I tweeted it on our, uh, our Twitter page. You can check that out. Well, and I think if you a good, uh, again, a little, little um, advertisement for the BBC website, which I spent a lot of time on. If, they, if you go to the ratings of the players, I think this is hilarious. So if you look at Liverpool's ratings, Salah, almost nine, and they're very conservative, you know, 8.94. Everybody's got an eight. I think the lowest was like a 7.61, and that was one of the substitutes coming in. Manchester United, two, <laughs> wow. 0.33, 2.27. Bruno Fernandes, 
1.97. Wow. That yeah. gives you that gives you an idea of how poor they were. The best player they had was Marcus Rashford and he was rated as a 3 out of 10. Yeah. And <laughs> so, was and was pulled from the game. <laughs> exactly. So I I feel sorry for your Man United fans. I know uh losing by 7, but it's a one off. Forget about it. You move on. You're still in the Champions League. Got some big games ahead of you and still potentially making the top four. Yeah, I agree. I think it's going to be fine for Manchester United, but uh, that was a very bad day at the office. Yes. <clears throat> there was another very exciting game, um, and oh, that brilliant. was the Arsenal's game against Bournemouth. Now, oh. Arsenal has gotten to this point where they're they're making it a little too interesting for their fans, I think. Yeah. <laughs> wow. What, a, what an amazing game. So. I was watching this, so obviously I was watching the Chelsea Bright uh, Chelsea game. Mm-hmm. Uh, just so, just just as a reference point, Chelsea won, um, <laughs> and, and, and scored uh, one goal. Hey, that's all you need, <laughs> one more than the other. But anyway, so they won, and and then they the game was finished, and then they went into injury time. They flipped it over to the Arsenal. They couldn't have picked a better time. Yeah, it was constant action. Arsenal down the throat of the Bournemouth team. And you knew something was coming. And then Reese Nelson, 97th minute, scores the winner. And Arsenal were down by two goals. I know. They were losing 2 nothing. And Bournemouth, I don't know if you saw this, but they scored right off the kickoff. Yeah. One of the best kickoffs I've ever seen. That's the way to do a kickoff. I'm going to use that one down the road. That was brilliant. It was. But they scored right off the kickoff, down 2 nothing. I'm looking at it like, oh, is this happening? And they came back. But Reese Nelson absolute slammer of a shot into the corner great goal 3-2 wow what a match it it's it was one of those matches that makes you think maybe this really is their year yes. right i mean he scored in the 97th minute in a game that had six extra minutes scheduled right <laughs> <laughs> right it's a good point good point yeah exactly and, and sometimes what ends up happening is that they substitute people, but that actually ends up putting more time onto the injury time. So right. you add them. I think they. I think the the uncommon rule is thirty seconds additional for a substitute. So that's typically. So you, you think you're actually saving time, but you're actually adding more time on. Um, so yeah, it's it's a tough one because I I get it. It kind of slows the game down, stops any momentum, but in the end, it could hurt you. And that's exactly what happened to Bournemouth. Yeah. Well, as we head into the uh, next weekend, Arsenal has a five-point lead, um, and so uh, it's looking pretty good for them. All right, Free Kicks is brought to you by the Illinois Youth Soccer Association. Illinois Youth Soccer has been providing service for the Illinois soccer community since 1975 and has a strong history of credibility. Illinois Youth Soccer is a nonprofit corporation official state association and charter member of the U.S. Soccer Federation and U.S. Youth Soccer. Illinois Youth Soccer administers U.S. Soccer Federation coaching programs, the Olympic Development Program, and U.S. Soccer Federation referee programs. For more information, go to IllinoisYouthSoccer.org. And I understand there's going to be some news coming uh, out of your office, uh, maybe for next week's show. Yes, yes. We want to talk a little bit about our trip. Uh, we've got a couple of trips going on, so we'll have a lot more details 
but I can tell you it's going to be very exciting. We're taking two teams over, one to Deutschland, over to Germany, to Munich. They're spending uh, nine days there. And then I'm lucky enough to be on a trip with a group of 2000, uh, 2010 boys. It's the 2008 girls going to uh, Germany. I got the 2010 boys, and we are headed to London and Manchester. Wow. So uh, I will give everybody the the lowdown on games that we're watching, who we're playing. Uh, the girls pretty much have their schedule. You're going to have to help me with the pronunciations of the German teams <laughs> they're playing, sure. which would be great. <laughs> but um, we're really excited about it. It's great to be back traveling again, especially after the last few years. And uh, it's gonna, uh, I'm just so excited to for these kids to experience international play. So Are you going to awesome. get to see your mom? Uh, that's a great question. I'm not sure uh, if they can make it up to uh, – Manchester, maybe my mum and my brother might be able to, maybe for a game or not. But uh, we do have uh, we do have some setup that we are going to be live streaming some of these games. So that's another part of the, the process. So that's going to be fun. Okay. Well, we'll get all the details next week. But uh, right now, yeah. it's time for this. Time now to guess the Premier League star. Okay, I'm going to say this is a tough one. This, all right, good. this is a tough one. So play along at home if you. Uh, can guess this uh, star before adam you you're the champion this week in your house just walk around with a big crown on your head um, <laughs> this week's star is 21 years old okay. so he's born in this century mm, yeah he's a crazy. year older than our, our sons basically <laughs> yeah <laughs> great uh he plays for uh, we're gonna call it a mid to bottom table club all right so all right it's they're not in the bottom three, but they're not in the top of the league. Mm. All right. Mm-hmm. Now, uh, I didn't know this until I started researching this, but his father was also a professional footballer. Okay. Who uh, played briefly with Manchester United. Mm. Wow. And his father was born in Jamaica. But the son okay. was born and raised in England. And yet he plays for another country's national tie, a team, neither Jamaica nor England. And they were in the recently completed World Cup. Mm. Yeah. Okay. All right. All right. I think I, I think I might have a clue. Okay. I think I may have a good idea. Is this a play? Had a pretty good weekend, would you say? I would say, yes. Um, and he um, scored a goal. Would you say he scored a goal? Uh, I'd say he might have scored two goals. Okay. All right. Does he play for Nottingham Forest? He does. Very good. Hmm. So um, I'm going to have have a guess. He He wears number 10. Plays for Wales, Brennan Johnson. Is that right? That is correct. That is correct. I had a couple more hints for you. The uh, the sheriff in his town is probably still hunting for Robin Hood. <laughs> <laughs> that would have given it away, probably. Yeah. Probably. <clears throat> yes, Brennan Johnson. And he's a good young player. He was great. I watched. I watched a lot of that game actually, uh, and that's probably the most I've watched of Nottingham Forest this Same year. Same with to me. Be honest. Same with me. 
but I, I I enjoyed watching it. I think he was he was very good. There was there was no question. He was very good. Always, and I, I actually contemplated uh, bringing him in onto my uh, onto my fantasy team this this week, but he just didn't make the cut. He was close. He was close. He's I got nine goals. Go. You know. Oh, he's he's banging them in. Yeah, and and that last goal he had was just an amazing goal. I mean, he just pounded yeah. that ball into the net. It's it's just uh, it's it's just fun to watch the young players coming up like that because this this kid's going to be a star. I, I I think so too. Yeah, exactly. He's he's very very good. He's able. He's and he gets in behind. He's got a little. He was a little bit emotional at times. So maybe got a ham. You know, right? But he's that's still young. The youth. He's that's the youthfulness back in the day. You was like that too, Rick. I'm sure. Oh yes. You know, youthful. <laughs> no, we but... have that surgically removed in Germany. <laughs> oh yeah. Okay. <laughs> I forgot about that. Yeah, but yeah, he he was great. So yeah, I'm excited to see how he does. It's pretty. He's not English, but the Wales can definitely do with some superstars. That's for sure. That's but for the sure. thing is, he's not Welch. That's you know his. his I know. He he could be playing for England. He could. He yeah. could. Right. Well, we'll see. We'll see what happens there. But uh, right now, it's time for this. Now, time for Adam's weekend soccer TV tip. <laughs> His mother must be Welsh, right? That's the only thing I can think of because his father's Jamaican. Yeah, they could have. Yeah, yeah, it could be a grandparent. It could be. I mean, they they go so far back these days. That's for sure. Okay. Yeah. So, uh, okay. what what are we going to watch this weekend? It's an interesting week. I mean, I'm looking at the games. I wasn't. I'll be honest with you. I'm not bamboozled by any great matchups. I don't know if you had a chance to look at them, but no, um, I haven't. Um, I, I, after after getting that text message during the week um, from our good friend, I think we might have to go in and explore this team. So I think we're going to have to watch. The, I'm going to call it the Battle of the Clarets. Oh. West Ham versus Aston Villa. Um, so this mid-table team, Aston Villa, that our good friend uh, supports – I yeah. think we're going to have to watch them and and maybe try to really dig deep into why these this team is mid table. So maybe we can look at this a little bit more closely. Um, but I, I, again, this is it's there's a lot of kind of interesting games, but I, I think this one sticks out for me. So it's Sunday, March twelfth, West Ham at home could be a great atmosphere. The Hammers against the Villains, Aston Villa. Nine o'clock. Watch it. Why don't you tell everybody what that uh, that text was uh, from? Uh, we're yeah, talking about our fashion were, our fashion critic were, Tom Todd Schneider. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I think there was for, for a very short time Aston Villa was above uh, Chelsea. I think it was for like five minutes. I think it was so, and so uh, we, we it was pointed out that they were above, but uh, that soon that soon dropped down as soon as Chelsea got the final result. So uh, they got their one goal. Exactly. <laughs> That's all you need. That's all you need. Remember, you only need to score. This is this is this is always my biggest thing. You score one more than the other team, you're going to win every time. And that's all you need to do. So, oh, exactly. Right. Clean sheets. Clean sheets. And it's my center back that scored it. That's the great thing. That's true. So, yeah. All right. Well, Free Kicks is brought to you by Green White Soccer Club. And I don't, I don't know if you heard this, but uh, as of this past weekend, I am now officially the, the president of the club. 
Uh, I saw I saw it on Sky Sports News. Actually, yeah, it was a came sure. up. It was big, huge news story. Congratulations, well done. Or is it by default? Whatever you want to call it, but yeah, it was major news. It was in the underneath of the ESPN zone thing. There, yeah, it was great. Congrats, by the way. Well, thank you. Now I may fly. Uh, I may fly to Munich with you in green, white one uh, with okay, yeah, service yeah. detail. First class. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Anyway, uh, 67 years of soccer excellence. Green White Soccer provides a great travel soccer program for kids of all ages, led by former World Cup player and coach Mustafa Edders. Go to uh, www.greenwhitesoccer.org. And by the way, uh, my son, uh, Sean, the uh, youngest one, yeah, told me that anybody who says www like that is got to be at least 60 years old. So mm. apparently... People don't say the W's anymore. So, yeah, well, that's that's yeah. why I sent you that note about that baseball team that was starting up. So, okay. <laughs> all right. Special thanks to our executive producer Tony Lasana with OpieShows.com. Opie is hippo backwards. O p p i h shows.com. He sent me a picture of uh, of a baseball team looking for uh, players sixty five and older. <laughs> Uh, we're distributed by Ed Silla with Radio Misfits. Great Talk Radio isn't dead. It just moved to a better place. Radiomisfits.com. And we'll be back again next week with a brand new episode of Free Kicks. The preceding was a presentation of Opie Productions. Find our other great shows wherever you find podcasts, including opishows.com. Thank you. This has been a presentation of Opie Productions. Tony, can you shut up?